0: i'm your host dave c and you're listening to never isolated a show hosted here on torch and the show id is seven nine one zero double six seven and you're most welcome and that was me dave c playing in uh, my little intro that i tested out on yesterday's episode that was episode 52 of never isolated which was done on the uh, thursday the 21st of may 2020 And that had the tagline, numbers, big, bigger, and biggest. Well, today is Friday, the last of our daily uh, Monday to Friday uh, episodes where I try and give out some pertinent information about what's happening in the world, in particular relating to the UK and, of course, particularly covering the issues, the many, many multifaceted issues that have been caused by the devastating uh, coronavirus, world pandemic, COVID-19. So, um, and of course, at the weekend, uh, the next episode you will be listening to, hopefully, will be our seventh quiz, our seventh lonesome quiz, which I'll put up at some point over the weekend. And that will be all fun entertainment. And I do hope that you may have, uh, if you've been, come across this podcast before, that you may have given a couple of those quizzes a try. Uh, just a, a couple of references about that before we get to the main topic. And that is that um, you will... Although I do the quiz live, I do it without any participants live in the room. And um, you will never know whether you've got the best score. Usually they're between about 300, maybe up to 400, maybe even I think on one quiz, 500 points up for grabs, especially if you take into account any mistakes I make. Yes, every question has a 10 point um, up for grabs. If you need a clue, you'll drop down to five points. But if I make a mistake oh yes, this listener, I will inevitably make two or three little mistakes. You get the 10 points anyway. So there could be as many as 500 points, but sadly, unfortunately, you will not be aware of other people's performance on that quiz, but it's all for fun anyway. And one last thing on that, you may need a pen and paper and look out for that uh, towards the end of the weekend. But more of today. Yes, we're we're talking about another episode and we haven't even really got into today's episode. We're in the sort of um, giving out of information mode. So if anybody does drop into this live program, yes, what you're hearing is warts and all, a live recording unedited. And um, I do that not because uh, I'm lazy a couple of relatives say what do you mean you're not lazy well all right that's not the prime reason why i do it it's meant to make sure that if i if i had to um record and then download and then use audacity or whatever some of the programs edit it by the time the the show got up it would be perhaps slightly less relevant and slightly uh not on par with uh, newer updates coming out. We're trying to keep on point with this uh, podcast. So let us, in that vein, proceed. So, episode 53, Never Isolated, Essential Things, Essential Facts. And with the added information, the agenda, as it were, that you can put on the tortue You page, and that is Essential Things, Essential Facts, uh, on a slightly shorter episode today, uh, the next episode, Quiz 7, coming at the weekend. Well, as normally, we start with the um, the sad figures for the UK totals. Now, that has changed in the last um, week or so. Um, whenever they've had the um, 5 o'clock uh, briefing, whoever has been giving that briefing has given information about... Um, The previous day's figures, so although today's Friday, it's uh, late morning on the Friday, so we haven't heard today's briefing. So yesterday's briefing, of course, was Thursday the 21st, and they were talking, would normally talk about the previous day's stats themselves, but now they do it up to the same morning. So the information I'm giving you now is correct up to 9 a.m. yesterday morning, Thursday Morning, and sadly, the new deaths added to the total are 338, uh, and that brings that total up to um, 36,042. 36,042, but remember, in our big uh, numbers yesterday, there are other numbers to be added, the ones that are excess deaths, and that is a, a, a higher figure indeed. Um, just um, a quick reminder, um, the Tuesdays numbers we knew were three, three 363, so it's gone down from that at least, um, and the total then was 35,704. But however, forty-one thousand and twenty names were uh, had Corona COVID nineteen on the death certificate, and the deaths above normal, as given yesterday, were fifty-four thousand four hundred and thirty-seven. So you can see we're getting up towards fifty-five thousand in terms of total uh, excess deaths. Very very. Uh, difficult, and it's not just here that um, the numbers are still quite high. Brazil uh, has become one of the epicenters in Latin America, and let me just put in the link for this. Remember, I do refer quite heavily on the BBC.co.uk site, but I see this as public information aspects of the BBC uh, site. So. um uh, with that end, I just give a limited uh, link to them. And do do uh, implore listeners to check with their own source of news. Uh, don't take any single fact that I say as absolute gospel truth, but it is, as far as I have researched, accurate. So um, uh, let me just read this URL out. This was on the bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live dash world dash five two seven six five one nine six and if i said that too quickly just uh, uh, if you've downloaded it and it's always i think better to download these episodes than to stream them live in some ways because you just nudge it back 15 seconds and catch that link again uh the headline on that was brazil's death toll hits twenty thousand. And 47. As fears grow, Latin America and countries including Mexico, Chile, Peru are also struggling to contain major outbreaks. It seemed to arrive in that part of the world um, weeks after it hit um UK, uh, even weeks after it hit the USA. Um, and that may be where it's going. And on this live page, it's scrolled beyond these links at the moment. So I'm just going to read from my little notepad here. Uh, this is a roundup of um, some of the things that are happening in Europe. Um, because I've given the UK stats, mentioned about Latin America being hotspot. We know that the figures in um, America seem to be... Um, I don't want to sound judgmental here so I've got to say this in a way I mean listen you listener may be judgmental on it that's your prerogative but um the numbers in America um, seem to be high although remember the, the US does have a high population so I'm just going to concentrate on this shortened call today on some of the updates in Europe Italy's death uh, Italy's death toll in March and April could be 19,000 higher higher than official figures suggest and this is from their social security agency. The recorded toll for that period is almost 28,000. German health minister has given details of plans to carry out preventive tests in care homes and hospitals whenever Every anyone is admitted or moved the country's outbreak there though continues to decline uh, some aspects of normality creeping in tonight German football sees its first Berlin Derby since the lockdown began um, uh, but I've got a feeling that will be without a crowd The first round of France's uh, mayoral elections took place in March, but for the second round was cancelled, and now it's set to go ahead on the 28th of June. And, of course, um, we haven't heard anything really much about the American presidential. um, uh, I think the primaries have finished, but um, the campaigning, I think, has mainly stopped. Um, um, Meanwhile, Serbia's prime minister, Anna Nabaric is it, B A B R N A B I C says the country's international renowned exit musical festival should be allowed to take place in August rather than July, so putting it back. And globally, there have now been 5.1 million confirmed cases, not deaths, confirmed cases, bringing the total deaths up to nearly 333,000. I just want to mention a couple of things in the UK and from the business site uh, um, and um, just let me very quickly stop that please and um, um, sorry apologies to that I didn't mention it was live hopefully that won't ring again uh, UK borrowing at record high as virus cost soars in April so let me just um refresh that page as I got slightly distracted. Just wanted to make sure it hadn't gone up. And here we go. Um it's the URL is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business dash five two seven six six four eight four. And just before I read that out let me just compose myself a moment have a sip of my drink and play a second short clip into today's call this is never isolated podcast here on Talk to you and please remember we have a Twitter account never isolated one word show ID is seven nine one zero double six seven okay just give myself a, a chance to get back on song as it were <laughs> mean? no I'm not gonna sing um, Uh, Government borrowing has surged to $62 in April. This includes this information as well. Uh, The highest monthly figure on record after heavy spending to ease the coronavirus crisis. It means the deficit, the difference between spending and tax income was larger last month than forecast for the whole year at the time of the budget. Uh, data from the National Statistics revealed soaring costs of support, such as furlough schemes, and indeed, as I said, um, that borrowing um, is related to that. And um, we'll also mention about, um, there's a mention about mortgage holidays extended in the UK, but um, it shows a, a very stark graph there, a bar graph of lending, which is usually. Uh, only around 10 billion maybe only 5 billion under 20 billion uh, now at 62.1 billion Um, um, it's impossible to forecast the current year's public finances because of the high amounts of uncertainty tax receipts Receipts have fallen heavily as the Treasury has allowed companies to defer some payments. The amount received from VAT in April was negative. That, If those people are not in the UK, that's value-added tax. When you buy and sell, uh, things are bought. Somebody uh, makes something worth more with those materials. There's a value-added tax added. Um, and that uh, currently is 20 percent the although on some items it's only five percent um and then this whole range the rafter figures there about how much the government has spent um let me see Yeah, I think it's moved off the part about the thing, but it does go on about the public sector debt, which is getting up towards two trillion pounds UK public sector debt, excluding uh, public sector banks. Now, in 2004, this was about 400 billion, Uh, it hit one. Trillion pounds in just after the banking crisis in 2009 2010 and steadily climbed, and now it's taken a sharp upturn to, to <coughs> excuse me 1.88 billion. Right, um, so I'm going to leave that, and there here we are, found it now. It was updated at um. A couple of hours ago, now mortgage holidays extended. Homeowners in the UK are struggling financially due to um, uh, homeowners in the UK who are struggling financially due to the pandemic will be able to extend their mortgage payment holiday for a further three months or cut their payments. Uh, mortgage holidays were introduced in March, and they allow people to defer payments without affecting their credit rating. Uh, that respite from payments has set, uh, was set to end for the first applications in applicants in June, and the treasurer said it would extend it to provide for those affected. Um, okay, so that's been extended now. And one more story. Um, I think, yeah. Uh, well, let's go. I said. Um, I said the title was. Let's go back and refer to it. Essential things, essential facts. Well, we've done the essential facts. Let's talk about the essential things. Well, you might not call this essential, but some people in the UK would consider it as an essential thing. Coronavirus, chocolate egg mountain needs to be given away. (laughs) Let's have a little lighter note with this one. I put the URL in the room bbccouk forward slash news forward slash uk-scotland dash five two seven six double eight four five. So it's from Scotland. Um I'll read a little bit of it. Let you go and check it. Um a Scottish charity is trying to give away thousands of chocolate eggs after lockdown forced it to cancel its Easter egg hunts. The National Trust for Scotland, um, the NCS have taken delivery of 30,000 eggs by mid-March. With the used-by date of July, the clock is now ticking for its operation to give them all away. Half the stockpile has already gone to hospital, food banks and community groups. Don't eat themselves. Uh, NHS customer Mark Bishop said, it was heartbreaking to have to cancel the annual egg hunt. Um, as well as being our biggest weekend of the year, Easter marks the start of the season for many for uh, our properties, uh, but given the unpredictable global situation, everything had to be put on hold. In the midst of all this, though, we saw that some good could come out of the situation <coughs> Excuse me, with all these eggs uh, to be given away. That's it. I consider that an essential thing. And on a personal essential note, I actually went out of the house today for the first time in weeks on not to shop for food, not to shop for medicines, but it was an essential item. My toilet seat has been rickety for about three weeks and rather than risk having a a bit of an issue with that uh, virtually uh, coming apart, I went out to a firm called B&Q here in the UK and replaced it. Well, I've yet to replace it, but bought that today. <coughs> so let's end on that. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated Show ID 791 067, hosted here on Tortue. Bye for now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh.